Elohim, we come this morning with voices of praise and thanksgiving. We magnify you for allowing us to see the beginning of another day. We give you glory and we give you praise. We honor and reverence your holy and righteous name. We bow in your presence because of your love and your continued blessings and covering over our lives. We praise you for our Savior who shed his blood on Calvary that we may have the opportunity to come into your presence. Oh, Elohim, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you because you loved us so much that you gave us the Savior to redeem us from a sinful state and condition. We magnify you, our Heavenly Father, because you are worthy to be praised. You said, enter into your gates with thanksgiving and come into your courts with praise. You said, be thankful and to bless your holy and righteous name. We stop this morning to reverence you and to give you the praise. We say hallelujah, 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 glory, hallelujah unto your holy and righteous name. Oh, Father, we pray now for those that are sick, lying in hospitals with COVID, those that are at home with COVID. We pray for their recovery. We pray for full healing of their physical bodies. Lord, some have cancer, and we pray that you would heal them. Oh, my God, touch the area where cancer is, and we just ask you to heal those wounds and bind up those wounds and give them liberty and victory. We pray for those under the spirit of depression and we bind that spirit. We pray for those troubled in heart and mind and we pray their healing and deliverance in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Savior. We come right now, Lord God, asking your blessings over the church, Lord God. We decree and declare your glory, your power, and your majesty over the church. We ask you to touch every member of the body of Christ. We ask you to touch those that seek and call upon your holy and righteous name. We give you the glory and the praise for the church. And we ask you to just bless ministers and pastors that stand on the wall to decree and declare that Christ is Lord to the glory of God and that the kingdom reign eternally and that you are sovereign and there is no power above the power of you, O Most High, our Elohim. We pray this morning for that son that's on drugs, that daughter that needs to be delivered from her wayward situation. We pray for that mother and that father, Lord God, that cannot get along in the relationship. And we ask you to heal and mend that marriage right now in the mighty name of Yeshua, our divine Savior. We pray for the local community, Lord God, and we ask you to cover the Israelites all over the nation, all over the world. We decree and declare your covering of our lives. Fill us, Lord God, with your presence through the Holy Spirit. And Father, walk with us and talk with us and lead and guide us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We reverence you now. We magnify you for this day. We glorify you for your goodness and your mercy. Oh, Lord God, we just ask now that you be with us. We just ask now that you continue to protect us and keep us safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. We ask now that you just minister to the hearts of those that are without you in the free part of their sins. We pray for that sinner man, that sinner woman, and we ask that they would yield. What must I do and confess 
that you are Lord to the glory of God at Yeshua and come to you as Savior of their lives. We bless you this morning. We praise you for your goodness. We praise you for your mercy. We praise you for your unconditional love and we magnify and glorify you for you deserve all of the praise. Hallelujah in the highest. Hallelujah to the most high. Hallelujah to the glorious one. Hallelujah to the mighty one. Hallelujah to the awesome and omnipotent one. Hallelujah to the one outside of all eternity. We reverence you our eternal Savior. We magnify you and give you the glory. Be with us now. Strengthen us now. Cover every household under the sound of my voice. Cover every person listening to this prayer and those that they are praying for. We decree and declare your glory. We decree and declare your majesty. We ask it now in Yeshua's mighty name. We ask it by faith and we believe and we receive it all done for us. We thank you. We magnify you. We edify you. We glorify you. Is thy servant's prayer. We ask it by faith and we believe and decree it is done for us in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our redeeming Savior. We ask it and pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Today I want to teach from a message that I used at a funeral service on yesterday that led over 200 people to Christ, young people, very young, in their teens, 20s, 30s, and 40s. From the theme, what happens at the end of life? What happens at the end of life? Our text is coming from the 15th chapter of the book of 1 Corinthians, and we want to look at verses 50 to 58. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible have put on incorruption, and this mortal have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? For the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Thanks be unto God, but thanks be unto God, which always gives us the victory through Anonai Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. For as much as ye know that the work that you're doing is not in vain, when you're doing it in the Lord. The Bible tells us and shares with us that there is something after death when we leave this world. Life is full of joy and we have all type of enjoyment, all type of concerns, all type of problems, all type of issues as we live from day to day. Things seem to be going well for us, and then all of a sudden, we have an emergency. That emergency becomes sometime a tragedy. It becomes an illness. It becomes a sickness, and sometime even leads unto death. But, but many things are good in our lives. Man enjoy the good things of life, and we do what pleases us. But there will come a time when all of a sudden something is going to go wrong in life. 
What happens when this occurs? It affects family members. It affects friends and co-workers and associates and church members and church family. It affects even sometimes cities and states, countries, and even the entire world. But, but we know that there is someone behind this. Satan is the thief. He comes to kill, he comes to steal, and he comes to destroy. Satan is walking in the earth, the scripture tells us, to and fro seeking whom he may devour. And, and if you're not in the right place with God, you're going to find yourself in a situation where darkness will overtake you. The powers of the, 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 the world system will overtake you and you will be sucked in into the tragedies that sometimes happen in the lives of those that do not have relationships with Christ our Lord and Savior. You say, preacher, how do we or how did we get to this place? Because of sin, Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden and it changed things between them and God. The righteous or the spiritual relationship that formed the bond between them and God was broken when sin occurred. And God told them, he told the earth, he told the children of Israel these words in Second Chronicles 14 and 7. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and seek my face, pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. But, 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 but pastor, I didn't sin. Pastor, I didn't, I didn't make a mistake. Well, Paul tells us in Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Life is not just flesh and blood. You are a spirit. You have been put in a body and you've been given a soul which houses your character, your intellect, your will, and you are your emotions. See, for God himself is spirit and we are created in the image and likeness of God. And because we are, the Bible says in John 4, 24, God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So how do we get to this truth? For the scripture tells us in John 8 and 32, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. By learning the word of God, for the scripture also says that no man cometh unto the Father except the Spirit and Christ draws them. But when you come, you know that God is ready to receive you. You know that whenever you get into the presence of the Holy of Holies, there is going to be a transformation. There's going to be life given into you, life eternal, beyond and above the physical life and the things of this old world. God wants to bless you today. God wants to transform your life today. Satan wants you to refuse the word when it comes forth. He wants you to do everything but accept the fact that you are more than flesh and blood. And because you're more than flesh and blood, he comes as a thief, John tells us in John 10.10. 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy life. But Yeshua HaMashiach, Christ the Savior said, I am come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. 
He said, love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. But when you come to Christ, when you give your life unto him, he changes your whole body. He changes your whole mind. He changes your position and your thinking and your thoughts. He washes you with the blood of Calvary, cleanses you with the word, and you become a new creation, a new creature in Christ. You are more than that, he says in 1 Peter 2 and 9, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The world is full of darkness, murder, theft, killing, suicide, drugs, abuse, and all of these different things that the world offer. The world will offer you all of these tangible things, riches and royalty in the forefront. But you have to remember that if you accept these things now, you will not have a reward when you get into the kingdom of our God. For he says you must deny yourself Pick up your cross and follow Christ daily. And as you do that, you'll find a relationship with him. Well, preacher, how do I get to Christ? The Bible tells us in St. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So you see, life goes beyond the grave. Life is in the eternal kingdom of Christ, our anointed Messiah, and the Father who created the eternal world, and not only the eternal, but also the physical world. If ye believe in him, he says, you will have life and have it more abundantly. How do we get there, preacher? Paul tells us in Romans 10 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus and Onai Yeshua and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved he said for with the mouth with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed what are you ashamed of today what is it that's going on in your life that keeps you from accepting Christ as Lord and Savior of your life? And where will you spend eternity if you die this very minute? Do you have a relationship with Christ and have you accepted him as Lord and Messiah of your life? Have you invited him to come into your heart and have you asked him to forgive you of your sins and receive you? as a child of the kingdom and be lord of your life you are more than flesh and blood have you thought about where you're going to spend the days at the end of your death in eternity have you thought about you've got to go before a judgment and be judged by a just god in first corinthians we find in the 15th verse at the 50th, 15th chapter and the 50th verse, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption, Paul tells us. 
He says, I'm going to show you a mystery. This has been around for a long time, but now I'm going to reveal unto you this mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the sound of the trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, incorruptible, and we shall all be changed. There will be a new glorified body given unto us, one that will last through all eternity. No sickness, no disease, no pain, no plagues, no worries, no trouble, and death, not even death, will be able to come up against us. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, which will be the glorified body. And this mortal, this physical, must put on immortality. It will be changed instantly. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruptible, incorruption, and this mortal put on immortality, then shall be brought to saying the word of God, which is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Once you receive Christ and receive him as Lord and Savior, confess your sins, repent of your sins, and ask him to be Lord of your life. Death will be swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, the Bible says, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be unto God who always gives us the victory through Christ our Lord and our Savior. Have you received Christ today? Have you made the confession that you are a sinner and that you need a Savior and that Christ went to Calvary. He was hung on a cross, a tree. He was pierced in his side. They took 72 paws and thongs and crowned them on top of his head. They took a spear and pinched it in his side and out came blood and water to purify you, to cleanse you, and to wash you with his powerful and precious word. He went to the grave and took all the keys of hell. He rose on the third day Satan thought he had the victory. The grave thought he could hold Christ. But on the third morning, the scripture says he broke free from the tomb and he left and went back to heaven to receive the honor due unto his name by the Father, Yeshua HaMashiach, went to see Yahuwah Elohim. And when he went and became glorified and received the things that the kingdom of God offered unto him, which gave him the authority of heaven and earth. And no one comes to the Father now except they come through Christ, Yeshua, HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior. Have you given him your life today? Have you asked him to transform you? If you haven't, pray this prayer with me and believe in your heart that God is and has and will cleanse you, forgive your sins, and let you receive eternal life through the Savior who goes before the Father day and night pleading on your behalf and wanting that loving relationship with you. Ask him now. Pray this prayer with me. Father, I am a sinner. And I've sinned all of my life. I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But you gave your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who died, gave his life, went 
to chapel and went in the grave. But he got up on the third day with all power in his hands. I repent of my sins and I ask Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to come into my life right now, to be Lord of my life, to save me, to keep me, to deliver me, to set me free and allow me to study and learn the truth of his word that I may grow in a spiritual relationship with him. And when I come to the end of my life, know that I have the promise of eternal life through Christ our Lord and Savior, everlasting life in his kingdom, for he is Lord to the glory of God. I ask it in Jesus' precious name, and I believe it and count it done by faith. Amen. If you pray that prayer, you are now a member of the family of God. And let me be the first to say welcome. Now get yourself in a local ministry that teach the word of God. Be baptized and begin to grow in the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Let him do the work. Let the Holy Spirit transform your life. Let the Holy Spirit teach you. Let him guide and watch over you. For he will do it. For God says, I'm going to send the comforter and he will come and comfort you and watch over you and guide you and teach you in all of the ways of truth that you may know him, Christ, the eternal Savior. May God bless you today. May heaven smile upon you.